Welcome to All Turns and No Breaks. This isn't an ordinary show. This is NASCAR Talk for fans by fans. Hey, NASCAR fans, welcome back to another episode of All Turns No Breaks with the fantastic two that is myself and my man. Across from me is none other than Front Row Kenny. What do you say, Front Row? Yo, what's happening? What's happening? <laughs> Happy Monday, my brother. And uh, boy, do we have just a crazy, crazy, uh, 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 just things to talk about in general. Not just, uh, it, you know, with, with, with what happened at the Roval, but just some sports in general. Because, Kenny, me and you were talking, you know, before we started the podcast about everything. And first of all, I just want to give a shout out to our Dallas Cowboys how about them? Yeah, man, who officially went to four and zero, or excuse me, four and one over the New York Giants over this past weekend. Uh, Kenny, did you get to watch the the, the game uh, as well? So actually, I did not. I was at the Roval this weekend. Right. So I, again, let me just go ahead and preface this. I know I didn't get a chance to tweet anything out or anything like that. First, this was like someone on a whim. Um, <laughs> I was low key trying to be low key anyway, so it's all good. But I had a good time. Shout out to the homie Rohan um, from Clubhouse. Um, if y'all ain't on Clubhouse and you see me on Clubhouse, um, I will say I'm in a black interest in motorsports group. We are talking, we talk about just about any and every motorsports you can think of. But the homie Rohan said he was coming to Charlotte. I was like, bro, we got to get you some tickets. Um, shout out to NASCAR Diversity for hooking me up with the tickets as well. Um, so yeah, it was a good weekend. I got to see that, but unfortunately, as I was leaving the track, that's when I saw the score for the Cowboys. But in a fortunate circumstance, because we were whooping that ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, they look really good. And you know what's funny is uh, I got to tell you, this is uh, uh, this. I, I just thought this was funny because I was sitting there with some friends of mine at a sports bar, and we were watching the game. And I think it was at one point where Greg Zerline had had, had made the um, uh, just a regular field goal. We didn't score a touchdown, but we made a field goal. And my buddy was kind of going crazy. And some guy just obviously he was not a Cowboys fan. Obviously, he was, I don't know what a fan. He was just wearing a plain T-shirt. But he was like, hey, man, he goes, uh, your buddy had. He realizes that 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 he only made a field goal. It's all right. It's only three points. I go, listen, man, I was like, we ain't. We ain't been we ain't been literally like that much uh, relevant uh, as far as really good team since I'm telling you. Pro- since probably the late nineties. Yeah, go, man. Look, we look I good go, right I go, now. I go, come on, man. We we've been we've been really crappy for like almost thirty years. I said so. I go, let my man enjoy a field goal. Yeah, <laughs> man. Suck, man. Look, look, said, look. Listen, we feel. I go. I got to tell you, man. For the first time in a really long time, I go. We actually feel really good about this team this year, man. And I was like, and you know what? Just, just <laughs> say, let us let us savor savor on this moment, even if it's just a field goal from Greg Zerla. <laughs> man, I'm telling you, look. I'm just gonna enjoy as much as I can. So if y'all, if for those that know me personally or know of me, I may have tweeted this before, but look. Usually by Christmas, I have a rough idea of what I may think the Cowboys may or may not do. Now, if we are playing bad by you know Thanksgiving, give or take, I'm automatically thinking eight and eight. That's just my default. That's my <laughs> default record always. I don't think that's possible this year because they added a game, whatever it was. But regardless, 
I yeah. always say eight. I always say eight and eight. That's my that's my go to. Eight and eight and nine and seven. Yeah, that's man. what I'm always going to end up saying. So with that being said, right now things look good. Now when we get time, <laughs> now we get down to turkey time and all that good stuff. Look, then maybe I have a different perspective and maybe I'll be like, hmm, okay. And then we get to yeah. Christmas, we open the presents and we win the game. And, you know, I'm like, all right, okay, okay. So you know, going into the new year strong. All right, cool. But we're going to have to wait and see. I'm happy so far. I can't complain. Right now, this is probably going to be one of the better teams that I get to watch. My beloved OKC Thunder in a rebuild phase. So, ain't yeah. really much going to be happening with the youngins. Florida Gators, I mean, hey, I mean, we won. We beat the brakes off of Vanderbilt on Saturday, which is no surprise. Now, we just got to somehow, some way, get to the end. Texas A&M beat Alabama. So I couldn't believe that, man. That that's another loss on their behalf, which means we yeah. might have a shot. Yeah, man. And going to the SEC championship, man. It's Division One football, the SEC. It ain't in the mirrors, dog. <laughs> yeah, buddy. And and you know what? I I, I was glued to the TV uh, watching that Texas that Texas Longhorn and, and Oklahoma game. And boy, that was just a wild one in itself. You, you know right what? There. You know what? I'm so glad you brought that up because I've been slandering Texas for the last three days. You want to know why? <laughs> You want to know why? Because guess what? If y'all follow Texas on Twitter, so my Longhorns fans, I'm sorry. I gotta, I gotta get on y'all. Look, get them. Texas, as I'm record, as we're recording this podcast, has still not tweeted since their last touchdown in that game. They did not tweet the final score or anything. That account still has not tweeted that. That game has been over for a minute now. <laughs> and by the time this podcast gets uploaded, if they still ain't tweeted, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, man, I, I, I have to tell you, I, I was just, I couldn't, like, I just couldn't believe what was happening and, and, and unfolding in that game. And you know what? I didn't know anything about their Twitter account, but that is absolutely hilarious. <laughs> Yo, like, look, so I was out and about on Saturday, and so I knew about the game, but then someone tweeted, like, Yo, Texas hasn't tweeted yet, so I go to their account for real. It was probably like, ugh, man, that game had ended in the afternoon, but it was like 9 Eastern over here. And I'm like, dang, they still ain't tweeted. So Saturday went, done went on by. Sunday has went by. Yeah. Still ain't tweeted. We're recording this podcast on a Monday. Guess what? They still ain't tweeted. Yeah, so man, Tuesday, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, right? Well, I, I, they I got another game, so they got a tweet. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. And and I got to tell you, you know, this is actually probably one of the 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 most fun times, uh, uh, uh probably the one of the most exciting times if you're a sports fan in general, because. Uh, 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 think about what we got going on. We got we got the NFL season still in its early uh, early season uh, of games. Uh, we got baseball playoffs. I, I mean, there's nothing get nothing gets better than uh, uh, you know baseball playoffs. I, I don't know about you, but I, I'm a huge baseball fan. Uh, Absolutely, and, and, I, and I love I love baseball, and I played it when I was a kid, and I I I, I love I love the game itself, and and I follow it very very closely as well as I do football. I don't follow basketball as much but but basketball is is is, is uh is getting uh, is, it, is it started already or are we we still in preseason we in preseason okay, which is so crazy we're in preseason with basketball i mean you know uh, uh, hockey right around the corner we got college football i mean it's everything that you can you can possibly imagine and and, and if you're a sports fan this is just some of the best times and right now we got we are in the uh, playoffs with with this whole nascar and and kenny 
and I and I love that that I could segue into this because the Roval this weekend was just uh you know I I personally thoroughly enjoyed the the race I got to to watch the race actually a little bit of myself and uh I I mean I enjoyed it we 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 had a really good race I thought yeah and you know what like as we segue into the NASCAR playoffs and obviously this past Sunday was an elimination race man. This time of the year, I envy so I not envy. The word I really want to say is I love and hate this time of the year. You want to know why? Because I have to watch. I watch so many damn sports. My head is turning each night, even on a weekday. I got to find what am I watching? Obviously, through the summer, I'm watching baseball to some capacity. But when the fall hits, because I watch a little bit of everything, Man, my head's all over the place. Like I got the playoffs on the background right now for the for MLB, obviously. Yeah. Um soccer is well kicked off as well. That's already, you know, well and underway. It's been underway since August. Um hockey has started. Yeah. <laughs> the the NBA has started. Um obviously the NFL, college football is in a season that's damn near like 2007, which is one of the greatest College football seasons ever. There's so much to consume. Shoot, F1 is going into December this year. Like, that's a long time. So, yeah, yeah I promise you, even in the offseason, as obviously with NASCAR and ending in about four weeks, guess what? Still got plenty of sports to watch. Like, I have plenty I have plenty to watch and plenty to catch up on and plenty to sit around and politic with my homies about. So, yeah, it's crazy. But to go back into the point of the Roval, you know what? I will say, again, shout out to the homie Rohan for coming out, but, you know, to the race. And look, it was a good race, like, through and through. I enjoyed myself. My man's enjoyed himself. So, you know, everything was real cool. Um, Yeah. I thought, like, the on-track product was really, really good. I mean, you know, you had guys that were very dominant throughout the day, but you also had guys who were, you know, not too happy because they got spun out, like William Byron, who was now out of the playoffs, but... Yeah. Um Tyler Reddick running up front was great. It was great watching him. Like I started paying attention to him when I noticed he was just passing cars, just kept passing cars every time we came by. I'm like, man, this man has got a high foot right now. But the thing about Tyler Reddick was it's so crazy because he's had some good runs as of late. And then he was just he just fell short just a couple points out of the playoffs, like literally to get to the next round at Bristol. So, you know, in a way. That sucks, but also at the same time, it was good for him. Like, it's very good going into next season. You know, we got four more weeks left. It's good to have some late momentum like that going. But, you know, William Byron actually wasn't too happy with Tyler Reddick because those two, like, kind of tangled and got into it a little bit. Um, And to be quite frank, they race hard. And I don't see why that's a bad thing. It's, we, we ain't playing patty cake, man. We not. No, we, this is racing. We're not playing patty cake. So things going to get rough out there. You know, Martin Truex Jr. had the same thing to say to Bubba, apparently. Um, he was not happy that he basically did not just let him buy. But at the end of the day, guess what? Everyone out there, even if they're not in the playoffs, they're still running for owner's points. They still have a mission. They still have a goal. Everyone's goal may not end up being the same, obviously, like the four drivers that end up in the championship four. Their goal is going to be a whole lot different than everybody else is on the outside looking in. So, yeah, you know, that's just part of it. But so I think, again, that's what prov- that's what promoted, I mean, promoted a really good race. And it also got to say big A plus to the weather this weekend because it was looking nasty at first. Like it looked like it was going <laughs> to rain and I was not going to be there in attendance on Sunday. But however, the weather just cleared up. It was such a nice day. The crowd was really good for that week for that race. Um 
I thought it was solid. Um, but yeah, you know, overall, good race. Um, I really enjoyed it. I'm glad you did too, Renee. Yeah, I, I thought I, I it did. was. A, I thought it was a fantastic race. And and, and I tell you, you know what? Uh, I, I I I there was a lot of drivers in in, in the uh, the top ten that I thought, you know, it was good to see them running up front too. And then, I, like you pointed out, Tyler Reddick, it was good to see that. It was good to see Tyler Reddick running up front like that. Go go. Why don't you go ahead and just just, just knock us off the top ten real quick, and we'll kind of get into it a little bit. Yeah, we can definitely talk about that for sure, no doubt. Um, just looking at the top 10 here, Kyle Larson was your winner. He ran himself a great race this weekend. Tyler yeah, came home as Tyler Reddick came home in second. Chris Busher also was someone who was just hanging around. And um, I'm like, hold up. He might actually have a good run out here. And he did. He had a you know pretty and that's exactly what I was talking about. That's what I was yeah. going to allude to because Chris Bush has been having a really good, uh, uh, a good handful of races. I mean, he's been he's been running really well. I mean, I, I, it's unfortunate that he's not in the playoff, but I mean, you know, he's 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 racing really well towards the end of this he, season. Yeah, and they almost got in. That's the crazy part. They were so yeah. close to getting into the playoffs. Um, they just missed it by a few points when they were literally sitting there um, in Daytona. But, yeah, good run for that team, 17 team, trying to close this year out pretty strong. Ironically enough, going to his home in Texas next week, so or this upcoming yep. week, excuse me. So, yeah, pretty good solid day for the 17. Kyle Busch, Rowdy, came home in fourth. Denny Hamlin led a handful of laps there, uh, came home in fifth. Matt Benedetto came home in sixth, who is also still looking for a ride for 2022. Joey Logano came home in seventh. Christopher Bell came home in eighth. Ryan Blaney came home in ninth. And Alex Bowman came home in tenth. Now, the notables, easily. Alex Bowman is by default one of them because he is knocked out of the playoffs. Same yeah. thing with Christopher Bell, William Byron, and Kevin Harvick, who, if you guys don't know, I'm sorry I got a spoiler for you, but um, Kevin Harvick <laughs> and Chase Elliott, they have been at arms since um bristol and once that happened you know things have kind of correlated on the track on sunday kevin harvick got into chase elliott not really a hundred percent sure that was payback but it damn sure felt like it to most people so when he wrecked him he spun the car they backed the car in they pitted the car they were able to get it now you i'm sure they show this on tv i have no idea what the race looked like on tv but um when Chase Elliott's rear, the back of the car was pretty much like taped up, once it started to fly open, um, people were sitting there like, well, they're going to throw a caution or what's going to happen? Are they going to yeah. black flag them? But they didn't. So I'm sitting there thinking to myself, I'm like, there's no way on God's green earth that that part on the back of that car is going to stay there. Of course, that part eventually came off and fell off. Now, the crazy part was um, Rohan pointed this out to me and I, he was like, look, think about it. Um, if that falls off, think about where he's at. And at the time, William Byron was leading the race. So if that had fell off the car and then cut down his tire, man, that would have been a, a team disaster. But it didn't happen that way. Everyone was able to avoid it. But, yeah, that essentially um, <laughs> was part of that. But, of course, <laughs> after that restart, Kevin Harvick pretty much blew the corner. Chase Elliott did not wreck him. But by chance... He was just in the picture, so everyone in the crowd just literally stood up and cheered. I'm like, yeah, either either Chase just wrecked Harvick or he just wrecked and everyone's happy about it. Because I tell yeah, you what, because I, <laughs> I tell you what, when people stand up for Chase, like, I mean, when he took the lead, everybody's going crazy. So you know how it is with him. But 
once Carver wrecked that car, that was like all she wrote. That was his playoff run yeah. right there, done you know and what? Been, I, I, been in there, I done. Had, but yeah. I had to like literally like uh, I, like I kept trying to go. Why did what, what did 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 Chase Elliott you know just just do that? And I was like, and I was, that's what I thought. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, because if he did, I was like, wow. I was like, this this is definitely going to spill over into the following season. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's possible, you know. I mean, yeah. You know, the the the, th- the thing is, is that, uh, uh, and I, we've talked about this many a times on this podcast, uh, um, and and even when 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 Tam was doing it with us, because she she. Uh, she She'll attest to this too, and she'll agree. But you know, I personally like like I like this kind of intensity. I like this kind of turn it uh, up. Uh, yeah, you know what? This, this grinding and this 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 uh this this bumping and this pushing and this shoving. I, I mean, like I, I love it, man. I think it I think it brings the the uh the emotion and the intensity up front to to not just the drivers but to the fans as well. I mean, that's I, I I'm sorry, but you know. Fans can have their own opinions, but but I think fans really do want to see this. They want to see this kind of uh, uh, intensity between their drivers. They, they they want that competition. Yeah, absolutely. There's no doubt about it. Look, and plus, the longer we go in the year, obviously, we've been doing this since February. So it is now October pushing on November before you know it. And yep. look, your emotions are high. You are trying to do whatever you can to finish out this season the, at the best rate you can. So... Yeah, bring on the intensity, bring on the moments like this, because that's what it's all about. I want to see everybody race hard. That's all that matters at the end of the day. It's so Even if no one fights, literally, if you get into yeah. somebody's face, that's cool. You know, like Tyler Reddick and William Byron. Now, William Byron is not a fighter by, by shred. Tyler Reddick is a little bit shorter than me, so I feel like he probably got hands. Like, I, I feel like he does for some reason. But, you know, think about it like that. When it gets... <laughs> When it gets down to it and you got people racing hard, that's what everyone should like to me. Um, but, again, Tyler Reddick drove his ass off, and William yeah, Byron man. wasn't really having it because he was in the playoff hunt. Tyler wasn't. So, hey, look, like I said, end of the day, you got to run your own race. And now if Tyler Reddick was a lap car, I can understand. I can completely understand. If I was a lap car in that situation – you get out of the way. Even do it on iRacing in that situation. I'll get out of the way. Of, I'll get out of the way if like I'm a lap car. However, if I'm on the lead lap, I'm not just gonna let you blow by and be like, "Yeah, here you go." No, no, no. It doesn't work that way. Like there, there is just there's certain levels of give and take. Like there's literal several levels of give and take in my opinion. I mean, you know, it, it's very absolutely. It's very interesting though because like Martin Truex is also upset with uh, Joey Hand. In case y'all don't know who Joey Hand is, he's a very, very, very profound sports car driver. He is a winner of the Rolex. Like he is a very good race car driver overall. He may not be a stock car driver, but he's a very good sports car driver. And Martin Truex was a little upset because he was a in quote newbie, which he's very far from. Um, he just doesn't, ha- he just doesn't have a stock car background like Kevin has all of his life, but, uh, or excuse me, as Martin has like all of his life, but yeah, you know, I feel like, Hey, you know, he's running his race too, because at the end of the day, guess what? Even those teams in the back that you would think like, no, there's no way, like there's no need. Guess what? Owner's points matter. That purse at the end of the year does matter. Those points for next year, they matter. So yeah. everyone's got a different goal, but yeah, you know, it's. 
It's just cool. I like when people get a little testy, man. It's it's, yeah, it's all dude. good. We only got four weeks left, so get testy if you want to. Yeah, that's right. No kidding. I'm actually, I, I, I actually kind of hate that 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 Harvick uh, didn't make it to the round of eight because I wanted to see them keep going at it. <laughs> you know, you know what's funny about that. Be, you know what's funny because what Chase said in his interview. Chase literally, then they asked him about the Harvick situation. He was like, "Hey, look." I wish that t- the four team a merry off season and a happy Christmas. And to yeah, that point, <laughs> it's on a t- it's on a t shirt now. When yeah, you get on a t shirt, you're doing big things. So if y'all are interested in a t shirt um, by the Chase Elliott's uh, his merchandise team, those all the proceeds for that are supposed to go to Toys for Tots, which is really dope. But a very um, a very funny thing. And the thing about Chase is right. I'll, I'll say as a fan, never was like an alter. A alt, um, a ultra like Chase fan. I respect him. Obviously, the driver. I think he's pretty damn talented, in my opinion. I'm sure uh, NASCAR champion should, you know, make a difference. You know, he is a champion, obviously. Um, and yeah, I'm like, you know what? I like it. He's gotten feistier yeah. and feistier over the years. Like I still remember the first time he got into it with Denny at Martinsville, and I'm like, man, this dude might get pushed to that limit at some point. He might not fake tough guy, but he will put his money where his mouth is on the track, no doubt about it. So, I mean, hey, it's pretty yeah. cool, but well, I, 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 I just got to say that quote is hilarious. Well, <laughs> yeah, I know we were laughing about it uh, before we started the podcast, too, but we, we might have to get a couple of them shirts, man. Hey, man, it's for, <laughs> hey, look, it's for Toys for Tots, man. I try and donate the Toys yeah, for Tots when I can. So, I mean, you know, that's pretty dope. So, I'm all gang for that. <laughs> well, the round of eight is set after charlotte so i mean you know um i i, I gotta tell you you know I, I i the guys that i picked last week uh which was martin truex jr and i picked uh you know one of those pinsky pinsky boys let me tell you you know i mean the 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 the, the pinsky guys are still there all three of them and, yeah, they, uh, yeah, they hanging in there. Th- this is exactly what I, I I keep talking about. You know, Team Penske. You know, those guys are always down there to the end of of, of the end of it. And um, that's just that's just how they run, man. You know, I mean, we we have hardly uh, talked about Logano, Keslowski, uh, and Ryan Blaney in a while. So I, I mean, but you know what? The round of eight, and and all three of them are there. I mean, you know, Joe Gibbs Racing. I mean, they're they're hanging in there as well, and I mean, you know, this is this is going to be an interesting uh, uh, last part of 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 this uh, uh, of this playoff race. Yeah, the stretch here from Texas, Kansas to Martinsville is going to be real interesting uh, for the round of eight. So, you know, man, the the one guy that's going to stick out to me personally, and I feel like for whatever reason, is going to make it. Um, to the championship for Phoenix is Ryan Blaney. I really have a strong feeling that somehow, some way, he's going to be the one that ends up there. He's been very consistent in his own way this season, and obviously, three wins is major. That that's that's definitely been a great help. And like I alluded to earlier this year, when I talked about the playoffs initially in the round of sixteen, which yeah. I can't believe we're talking about the round of eight now, but. Um, I talked about how his playoff run last year got dampered after Darlington having that penalty um, after failing inspection. They won one race that year. That killed them. However, this year, in this situation, they've been very good all year long. Three wins, very solid and very convincing wins, no doubt about it. And here we are now. Right, right now, as it stands, he's just a point above the uh, cutoff line. So, 
I think he definitely could. I mean, Texas is also a very good track for Ryan Blaney and, you know, historically. So um, has not won there just yet, but he's been relatively good there. Same thing with uh, Truex. He's very good there. Denny has also won there in the past. Um, Kyle Larson has won at Texas. Um, I think just about everyone in the field, except for Chase Elliott and Ryan Blaney, have all won at Texas to some capacity, which is crazy. But um, that's one of those 500 mile races that you've got to stretch out and you've got to be able to, you know, run your own race and really run at your own pace. So it would not shock me if the Chevys, who have been really good at these at these type of tracks all year long, um, if they do well. So it should be a very interesting round of eight as we get get it kick started. But definitely in this round. You want to get all you can get at Texas and Kansas. Martinsville can somewhat be of a toss up. You know, who knows if Kevin Harvick and Chase Elliott end up tangling at at Martinsville, even though yeah. despite him being out the playoffs, it can happen. You know, those little things happen, or even even getting stuck in lap traffic mm-hmm. and some ha- something like that happening. Those things happen in Martinsville. So Kansas and Texas, not saying anything can happen, but you want to get all you can get, and even yeah. if it's a late restart, you still got to get all you can get then and there. So. Yeah, it's uh, going to be a very interesting four weeks. That I cannot believe I am saying that um, four weeks from now because I feel like we just started the season and here we are, let alone the playoffs. I feel like the summer yeah, was no here kidding. and then we we hit the fall and obviously now we're getting ready to go into the holiday season. So, yeah, it's, it's crazy. But, yeah, I'm excited. I'm really excited to see who actually gets to the championship for. I've told you guys in the very beginning, I feel like – Someone who has not been as dominant this year, i.e. Ryan Blaney, Joey Logano, Brad Keselowski, even Denny Hamlin, right, who was chasing his first title. I really do feel like that's who's going to end up winning it. I don't really have a strong confidence in it being, you know, Chase or Kyle or Kyle Larson because they've been very good all year long. But for some reason, last year, Chase wasn't the very best. He had some good stretches, but I didn't think he was going to win a championship. And I feel like that's what's happened in the last few years when it comes to the round of eight, or at least the championship four, excuse me. That's how I feel it ends up folding out. Because, I mean, Kevin Harvick and Denny Hamlin were two of the best last year. Harvick did not make it to the championship for it. Denny did, but did not win a championship. I just feel like that's just what the cycle has been. But, of course, you never know. Things may shape out different. Kyle Larson, who was very strong at Kansas in the spring, may have a shot at winning it again. It's very possible. Kyle Busch also won at Kansas in the spring. So it, there's a there's a chance. Like, there are a multitude of chances of what could and could not happen. But we just got to wait to unfold um, what may happen. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. And uh, you know what? Uh, b- before we even get into our uh, predictions uh, in Texas, uh, I know you wanted to hit the uh, next gen testing sessions. Now they ha- they they had testings uh, uh, er- er- um, this past weekend, right before before the races. Um, yeah, they've had a couple of testing sessions this year um, so far, and early um, or it was late last year, but. They tested on the Roval today, which is Monday, and they'll also test the second day on Tuesday. So um, currently, I believe what Bob Parker said was they were testing the four-inch spoilers or however, you know, it's very small. <laughs> yeah, um, spoiler, right. uh, 670 horsepower. So a little bit of a different output um, than normal, but that's going to be the high, high horsepower 
output for next season. Now, of course, obviously, we know how things are, and we know how sometimes fans react to different things, and so far from what I've seen is people trying to figure out what this is going to be like. Here goes the bottom line, folks. It's a test. And guess what? <laughs> you are not going to know how things are going to shake down until we run a legitimate full season. You just aren't. And I, it's not even just because I'm an employer. I'm just telling you guys this, but this is just the truth. I, I don't care what you say. It's just, look, it, it reminds me of when they brought the new basketball into the NBA. That ball was terrible. And we figured that out in a couple games, and guess what? It was gone. So I don't feel like NASCAR is just going to drop the ball and just say, no, nah, we're not going to make any changes and we're not going to try and do that because that's what's going to happen. It's going to be a lot of learning. A lot of these teams are going to have to learn this new car. It is not what we've been used to at all. And I mean at all. This is a very different car, like a very, very different race car we're talking about. So it's going to take some time for these teams to get, you know, really, really good, obviously, your Hendrick, Joe Gibbs, and Penske are going to be very good like normal. Don't expect the out of the normal part. But also, if you want to figure out what it's going to race like, we can't until next year. We just aren't going to know. You can see 10 of them in a pack, and you still aren't going to get an idea of what's going to happen because you just won't. It's just not going to happen. But I will say one thing. I damn sure love the sound of those cars because those X-Pipes look really cool. Um, the Chevys were spitting out a lot of flames. I don't know if it was because of, of how their fuel, how their fuel was uh, spitting out, but man, it was cool looking cars. Man, there's some real cool looking cars. If you have not seen them, check them out on YouTube. Maybe, just maybe, I can go over there <laughs> um, on Tuesday and catch some footage for you guys and put on all turns, no breaks. Twitter, we'll see. Not a hundred percent guarantee, but we're gonna see. But uh, yeah, I like them. All right. Well, shoot, man. I hope you can get get up there and do it. If the hopefully, if the uh, weather turns uh, stays out nice over there, that would be yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah. That that makes a world of a difference. I was gonna say. (laughs) Well, Kenny. On that note, man, why don't we get into some uh, predictions? It's time for race predictions. We are at my home state, the great state of Texas, at the Texas Motor Speedway, my brother. Who you got? All right, Texas Motor Speedway. Man, I like I said, I cannot believe we have gotten down to the last four races of this season. But for me, going into Texas, I am going to make it real simple and plain. I'm going to go with Denny Hamlin as my main pick and Chase Elliott as my alternative pick. So, those are my picks going into Texas. I'm going to stick to them. Let's say you, Renee. Well, wow. I think this is the first time we uh, actually have uh, two different drivers. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, man. I'm going to make this real simple as well, uh, Kenny. And uh, here are uh, my picks. Uh, here we go. Straight up. My my pick to win the, the race straight up is Brad Keselowski. I'm going with the number two, Brad Keselowski, the veteran, to win at Texas. My alternative pick is going to be his probably his teammate, Ryan Blaney. I'm actually going to go with both Team Penske drivers. Brad Keselowski is my main pick. Ryan Blaney, Ryan Blaney as my alternative pick. Those are my picks, and I am definitely sticking with that. Ladies and gentlemen, now, if you guys got picks, if you guys want to let us know who uh, is going to win this weekend in Texas, or you want to, you got an alternative pick that you want to tell us about, go ahead and, and let us know on our social media. That's across the board at Turns No Breaks, across the board 
at Turns No Breaks. We certainly appreciate you guys listening to each and every week to All Turns No Breaks. If you guys have anybody that you know that loves NASCAR just as much as we do, please let them know. Even though that we're towards the end of the season, hit them up and let them know about our podcast. We always appreciate uh, you guys tuning in and we certainly appreciate new listeners tuning in uh, to our podcast as well. Uh, like I always say each and every week, I just want to give a shout out to my boys, Fuquan and Rico. I miss you guys very much. This These podcasts are for you until the end of this season. Uh, always thinking about you. You are definitely still in my thoughts. And without that, and, or excuse me, and with that being said, Kenny, for Kenny and myself, this is All Turns No Breaks, and we will see you next week on another podcast right here. See y'all. Four more weeks. Stay hydrated. You know what it is. Thanks so much for tuning in. 